everybody and welcome back to another episode of Rugby with Pads. You might not be listening to this in the morning, but we're recording this on Monday morning because we are striving to be the first first guys to get you out your special waivers for week nine. Um, we might be the only show doing that. I don't know. I haven't done my research well enough, but for now, I'm staking a claim that we are incredibly early and that's the benefit of being this side of the pond. Before we get into waivers and reactions to this week, um, quick shout out to uh, all the socials and the way you can follow and support us at Rugby With Pads on all the socials. You can get a membership where we do a full in-depth um, email. I, I guess it's a newsletter uh, for, for both waivers and start sits as well. I've previewed it on my Twitter, so go and have a look at that or X um, at Rugby With Pads. You can get a membership and you can get some merch, which I'm not wearing today, unfortunately, but you can also get merch from our Etsy store store.rugbywithpads.com that's the sales pitch let's get into um week eight reactions a lot happened and i was very angry because not a lot happened in the way i wanted it to but let's focus on the positives um and we'll start from the top with with some some big plays here I think it's worthwhile calling out the number one fancy player of this week. CD Lamb was allowed to cook at last 41 points, 158 yards on 12 receptions for two TDs. That is a monster stat line. That is Tyreek level. And he became the fancy number one player for week eight. If you had him, you probably won your matchup. If you had him in DFS, you definitely won your matchup. Um, I think we've proven this week as well, sticking to the NFC East. Sam Howell is a baller, QB one of the week whilst losing. Going up against Jalen Hurts and the Eagles' defense, incredible performance. Uh, I think, you know, in some formats, nearly 40 points. Very, very good player. Sticking to QBs, uh, we've got Joey B returning to form and he beat the 49ers on a tough week. Um, I think the Bengals' DNA runs entirely through Joe Burrow. Um, and he even made the running game relevant, both Mixon and Evans being relevant to this week's fantasy performance. Mixon with 20 dancing in the end zone and Evans with a solid 13 as well. Another in more QB news, Will Levis might be legit. Yeah, the, with the, through the power of God and Mayo and unpeeled bananas. He brought D-Hop back from the dead and had a solid fancy performance. And he should probably be, uh, if he's not already, I, I might just have a quick <laughs> look on here. Um, he should definitely be in your considerations for uh, waivers this week. Um, if he is legit, I, I think I've got a couple of people ahead of him, but you know what? I might throw him in there just for fun. I'm just going to check that out on the other screen now. Um, elsewhere, the Packers still suck. The Jordan Love experiment, I think, is over. I, I really do. Nothing in that game i need to go back and look at the long form but nothing in that game brought me any joy and jordan nothing jordan love has been doing brings me any joy at all either um yeah he's just bringing down everyone else and i think it's maybe more of a coaching thing than anything else there's just no good fancy assets i'd sell if you can sell on name value maybe that's a reaction that's a bit too close to home for some but anyway uh, on the other side, instead of Jordan Love, you should be playing Josh Dobbs. He continued to impress in a close loss to the bank, uh, to the uh, to the Ravens. Fancy wise, he outperformed Lamar, which was you know Lamar was one of my pickups and starts of the week. I was wrong there, but uh, yeah, he 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 was continuing to impress, play beyond his means, and maybe there's a question the Cardinals need to ask themselves: Do they trade away Kyler Murray to to a to a team who is now quarterback? needy and there are plenty of teams who are quarterback needy there, there were so many injuries um cousins likely out for the season there were more benchings Ridder was benched uh i think pickett was injured but because i saw some Trubisky in there i need to go back and look at these things but 
Pickett, Tyrod Taylor all making way for backups and, and various other players to come into their stead. There's a lot. I think the QB market could be interesting in the next couple of days for trades, and we will have a look at trades, the impact of trades afterwards next week as well. Um, sticking to that game, though, uh, that we had in Arizona, Gus Bus scored 30 points, and he was probably on your waivers. I've been saying to this all the time, get him, get him. He's still 45% available. He is the number one back out there, and I think Lamar likes playing with him. It sounds like it, and he's willing to give up uh, touches on the ground to him as well. Zach Moss outscores Jonathan Taylor once again, thanks to mainly a TD, but I still think Taylor proved he was the better back, and I think we'll see him worked in more, but it is definitely a committee there, um, even though he's been paid 40 odd million to, to be in a committee. We'll have to see how that uh, comes out. Elsewhere in committee world, Charbonnet outperformed Kenneth Walker this week. First time we've seen it. First time we've seen him hit, him, uh, hit the ground running, literally, and, and have a, a set of downs and a, a set of yeah they, they had had a set of drives where Charbonnet was the main guy and I thought it was, he looked really impressive he is a big bruising back we, we like that a lot um, could we see him getting worked in more I think this spells what we thought at the start of the season for Kenneth Walker that it would be more of a committee um, Donta Former Donta Foreman came back to earth and I think in kind of also rubbish Running back news, uh, Damian Pierce continues to disappoint on what we thought was going to be a, you know, a further breakout for him this season. But there is uh, positive news elsewhere, and I think it's becoming more of a passing league. Well, everyone says that it's always been a passing league. But wide receivers are dominating uh, in this. And if you look back, and I'll, I'll pin it somewhere, if you look back at our redraft of, uh, of a mid-season redraft instead of it being running back running back because if you went running back running back you're probably disappointed because you probably got someone like uh, nick chubb and mixing in, in the mix i don't know um but if you went that you're probably disappointed if you went wide receiver wide receiver you're sitting pretty right now and that's thanks to, to guys coming out of the woodworks and, and really performing rashid jaheed is that guy in new orleans he's the number one receiver there i think um, surpassed chris halami and, and michael thomas in the last few weeks gabe davis why? Why are you doing this to me? 23 points on my bench. Uh, very annoyed about that. Jamison Crowder turns back the years with a decent performance as well. I don't even know where he came from. Teams are just throwing it more. Uh, and because of that, because there are more shootout games, especially this week, there, there were some really interesting games uh, that were very high scoring. You saw a lot of points in the air. Um, but tight ends still suck. There are a few bright spots, though. Um, Trey McBride, 25 points. Now the guy in Arizona. Sell all your stocks of Zach Ertz. Yeah, he's injured, but I don't think he's coming back to any anything decent. And I think they've found something in Trey McBride. Kittle had his boom game after his bust games a few weeks ago. Um, it did come in a loss, yes, but he did it. Taysom Hill won't go away on the goal line, um, you know, which scuppers any you know huge... Huge games for Kamara owners as well. And uh, annoyingly, Gerald Everett was replaced last minute by Donna Parham. I chose to play Everett. I was asleep, because of course I was. And uh, Parham impresses in the end zone once again. Waller as well, after having such high hopes at the start of the season and uh, and having a great game last week, loads of people played him, 1.4 points injured. I think his season may be cooked. But that was this last week. Just finished. Let's look at the week ahead. and. There are a lot of people out. After not having any buys in week eight, we have a lot of buys this week. We've got four teams on a buy. We've got Denver, Lions, San Francisco, and the Jags as well. For Denver, you know what? They may be more relevant. Um, the, the Denver off the defense did their thing against Kansas City. Uh, I think they broke a 
17 or 16 and 17 game losing streak against them, 13 in the Mahomes era. But I think Javante Williams struck out as being a really okay fancy asset again. Uh, we'll see if he has continued to be using that. They're still using Jalen McLaughlin. They're still using, um, oh, what's his name? Samaj P. Ryan on passing downs. Sutton is, is probably the number one, but I think we can see him traded. Anyway, if you have those guys and you're using them, you might need a replacement. The Lions is probably a more problematic place because there are so many fancy assets there that you want to get rid of. Goff, Laporta, uh, David Montgomery, when he comes back, obviously, you, you're probably stashing him. Jameer Gibbs, who I'm hoping will have a monster game this week. I need him to outscore. Oh, what do I need? I need him to outscore Sam Laporta by 18 points. Probably a big ask uh, for my dynasty lineup. And uh, yeah, if you could just score 50, mate, just just do that for me. That'd be, that'd be nice. I'm on Rasmus Brown and you know more besides that there's a whole cast of characters there. You've got Lions players. You're probably going to be suffering this week and I have plenty of Lions players, so I'm not looking good going into week nine there. San Francisco, yeah, they didn't have a great performance this week, but you're, you're losing out on Purdy, Kittle, Debo, Ayuk, CMC, big names there. And uh, the Jags, you know, Trevor Lawrence, didn't have a great game, but you're losing him anyway. You've dropped him high. ETN, I think, is is turning into a very nice RB1. Calvin Ridley, boom bust. Kirk, solid. Engram is is a potential tight end one for a lot of people. So you're missing out on a lot, a lot of players. So who's going to come and replace them? Well, someone who I've already just mentioned very quickly, Trey McBride, 92% available, coming up against Cleveland, but he does get a few good games, um, including the Rams in week 12. I think that's a that's a pickup if I were if I were you ninety two percent available that's a huge number. Rashid Shahid again already mentioned him in the course of this show so he performed well last week so we're not we're not scraping the bottom of the barrel here guys we're we're finding fancy relevant players in the waivers. Rashid Shahid number one in New Orleans eighty two percent he's got Chicago Minnesota coming up he's probably my number one pickup this week um, but we'll see when we come through here. Jameson Crowder, he's made the list because I was just surprised where he came from, but he has New England, Seahawks, and New York Giants in the next few weeks, potentially soft matchups, and if you want to attach yourself to Sam Howell, who is not making the list this week. Oh, he is making the list this week, actually. I'm going to pair him with Sam Howell. Sam Howell's still 70% available. If you need a big turnaround because you've got two Lions players, you've got Goff and a wide receiver, Sam Howell and Crowder could be an interesting uh, pair for you. Zach Charbonnet, again, another player who I've mentioned who came out, maybe starting to be worked through, might be a bit of a stash. He's got a tough couple of matchups that people will avoid him. So maybe you can pick him up in week 10. He's got Baltimore, but week 10, 11 slate looks a bit more interesting and maybe see him worked in there. Chuba Hubbard. Yeah, the, uh, the Panthers got their first win. Maybe they're full with a bit of confidence. He's he's taking the snaps over Miles um, Sanders while he's a bit, you know, kind of on the side there. Interesting play, 58% available. If you're struggling at running back, he's a he's a reach a little bit. There wasn't, wasn't that good pickings at running back this week. Um, and finally, QB, we'll go with two names. We'll, we'll talk about Dobbs, who, again, we've already talked about. Again, these guys are fancy relevant. He's uh, maybe got a lower ceiling than Sam Howell, but um, and he's got a tough matchup again this, this next week against Cleveland. But if you're stuffed, you know, he's in there at 83%. And finally, we will talk about Mayo, Banana, Coffee, whatever he is, boy. We'll talk about Will Levis, who came out of the blocks firing, gunslinging. Um, we've got his stats up here. They're, they're not that impressive, but they're they're pretty impressive for a rookie here. 19 for 29, 65.5% uh, you know, uh, completion percentage, 40 TDs, though. He was incredibly efficient um, in, in end zone play there. 238 yards, seven carries for 11, so he can do a little bit on the ground. I, don't, I wouldn't call him the most mobile. He's a... 
He's a gunslinger, though. Yeah, I, I think he might be petered a little bit by uh, the, the conservative play calling. He's got Pittsburgh next week, which is a tough matchup for any uh, any offense. But again, you, you're losing three decent quarterbacks this week, um, thanks to waivers. And he is 99% available in most 12-man PPR leagues. So that's your lot, guys. These are the guys you should be going getting. Uh, quarterback, you've got options in Will Levis. Dobbs and Howell um, at wide receiver. Shahid and Crowder seem like obvious choices. At running back, it's a bit thinner. Zach Charbonnet and Chuba Hubbard. And at tight end, if he's still available in your league, people aren't aren't doing their business. 92% um, available, Trey McBride. Tough match for this week, next week, but he's got a good set of, line, set of matches coming up. And at tight end, you will want anyone to fill a hole. That's your lot, guys. A really, really short episode this week. Um, I'm going to get back to it. I just wanted to get something out quickly to you guys, so I hope you appreciate that. Um, as I said at the start, you can follow it all the ways. You can support the show, rugbywithpads.com. It's all there. Um, all the designs I'll flash up on the screen as well if you're watching on YouTube. But thank you so much for listening. I will speak to you later on this week. I'm sure I want to work out what's happening in some of my leagues because I've got... You know what? I'll do a bit of a league update for you guys to, so, so, so you can... You can come along for the ride and see how we're doing. But uh, thank you so much for listening, and I will see you all on the virtual gridiron.